This is AutoLine Daily with today's global automotive news. Well, all eyes in the industry will be on Tesla tonight when the company will announce its financial earnings for last year. Analysts are expecting earnings to be a bit below what the company earned before on a per-share basis, but they're also expecting several surprises from Elon Musk. First, they expect him to say that the Model Y will go on sale in a couple of months. In the past, he said that the Model Y would outsell all of Tesla's other models put together. Second, they think that Musk will announce limited availability of full self-driving, or what Tesla calls FSD. This gives the company's autopilot system more autonomous capability. Bloomberg reports that this could unlock over $600 million in deferred revenue this year from customers who have already paid for the feature. Tesla can't book it as revenue until it actually provides the service, which is why they call it deferred revenue. Analysts also want to see what kind of revenue Tesla earned from selling EV credits to other automakers. It could be over half a billion dollars. And so could this be it? Will Tesla finally report that it turned a profit for a full year? And if it does, what will that do to the price of its stock? The deadly coronavirus that's wreaking havoc in China is now disrupting the auto industry in the country. Toyota, Ford, and Renault have halted production for the next two weeks. Most other major automakers have restricted or banned employees from traveling to China. And Honda and PSA are withdrawing some employees as well. The city of Wuhan is the epicenter of the coronavirus, which is a major industrial hub in China where many automakers have operations located. So far, the virus has killed 130 people. Don't forget to join us for AutoLine After Hours this week. Our special guest is Aaron Jefferson from the supplier ZF. He'll talk about the company's Level 2 autonomous system and why that's where the money is at instead of with Level 4 or 5 systems. So if you have any questions, send them our way to viewer mail at autoline.tv and then join us at 3 p.m. Eastern Time tomorrow afternoon. Cadillac is adding an updated version of Super Cruise to the 2021 CT4, CT5, and Escalade. The most noticeable update is the automated lane change feature. By tapping the turn signal to indicate a lane change, the vehicle automatically merges into the desired lane, as long as it's clear. Other updates to Super Cruise include a more comprehensive map to improve functionality in turns and highway interchanges, improved software for better steering and speed control, and enhancements to make it easier to use the system. The updated Super Cruise will be available in the second half of the year. Hyundai is upgrading the electric version of the Ionic for 2020, most notably a larger battery pack. It now comes with a 38.3 kilowatt hour battery, which was increased from 28 kilowatt hours. It boosts the EV's range from 124 miles to 170, but the bigger battery pack also boosts the price. The Ionic Electric now starts at just over $33,000 before incentives, which is nearly $3,000 more than before. Other upgrades include new optional driver assistance features, a larger display screen, and Harman Kardon audio system. Electric pickups are also a hot topic today. 
Karma Automotive says it plans to show off a concept toward the end of this year. The teaser shown here is from a few years ago, but from the little information we have, it will be built on a new all-wheel drive platform at its plant in California and will be priced below the $135,000 Rivero. And Lordstown Motors, which bought GM's old plant in Lordstown, Ohio, will also show a drivable version of its endurance electric truck at the Detroit Auto Show in June. Unlike the other battery-powered pickups we've seen, the Endurance is only being billed as a commercial vehicle. It features four in-wheel hub motors, which produce up to 600 horsepower and help provide a towing capacity of 7,500 pounds. It has not released battery size, but is aiming for at least 250 miles of range. Starting price is pegged at $52,500. And to help meet its goal of starting production by the end of this year, Lordstown Motors is pursuing a $200 million loan from a U.S. Energy Department program. And in other EV news, the Detroit Bureau reports that GM is working to significantly cut charging time. It will work in steps to achieve a 90% charge in just 10 minutes, which is much closer in line with the time it takes to fill a tank of gas. To hit those targets, GM will likely need 800-volt electronics, up from 400 today, and would probably be on a vehicle with a roughly 60-kilowatt-hour battery pack. The first steps will be taken when GM starts rolling out its third-generation electric vehicles in 2023. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. As we reported last week, Nissan is struggling in the U.S. market. Last month, sales plummeted 27 percent, and 2019 sales were down 10 percent. So to cut costs and get its workforce in line with lower sales, the company is offering voluntary severance packages to both blue- and white-collar workers in the U.S. over the age of 52. The company didn't share how many employees it's targeting to leave or how much it plans to save. In addition to that, Nissan is also cutting two sales regions and will no longer report U.S. sales on a monthly basis. Instead, it will release quarterly reports. And another brand we reported about being in trouble last week is also making a cost-cutting move. Bloomberg reports Jeep is idling its plant in Illinois that builds the Cherokee for a week in February. It's the third time in the last six months Jeep has idled that factory. Sales of the Cherokee dropped 20% in 2019, so it's not a surprise to see the company idle the plant. Overall, Jeep sales in the U.S. fell 5% last year, and the only model to post a gain was the Grand Cherokee. The growth in automotive sales since the year 2000 is breathtaking. 20 years ago, there were 760 million cars, trucks, and buses in the world. Today, according to data from Ward's Intelligence, that number stands at 1.4 billion. We here at AutoLine are all in favor of a healthy automotive industry, but we also believe that we're coming close to the saturation point for planet Earth. It's also amazing to see how much the U.S. market alone has changed in the last 20 years. There are now more than 263 million cars, trucks, and buses registered in the U.S., 41 million more than there were in the year 2000. No surprise there. But let's dive a bit deeper into those numbers. In the year 2000, there were 133 million passenger cars on the road. Today, there are only 111 million. Conversely, 
There were 87 million trucks and utility vehicles in 2000, while today there are more than 151 million. If that doesn't drive home the massive switch in consumer preferences, what does? That's it for today. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.